How's that? Ooh, no, it's terrible. Make it go away. Back to audio. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> How is that? That is fine. With a mighty fine backdrop. Obviously, I'm speaking about yours because I've just got like virtually nothing behind mine still. That's, but that's still cool, man. That's, that's... Uh, something new, isn't it? Um, but I... location. No, no, same location. You probably just weren't paying attention last time, to be fair, <laughs> which is okay. I don't, I don't pay attention to me either half the time. So, nice. I thought I'd, I'd show you. That's the uh, the Greedo Killer, which is the latest edition, uh, because they used a different gun back in the states. And there is, of course, Greedo's pistol, and then an assortment of Han Solo uh, DL44s. <laughs> And then uh, there's the uh, Mandalorian mask that was white when it arrived, and I made it look metal. There's what Michelle gave me a little bit ago. Anyway, um, and I, I'll, I'm sorry to start with a, uh, a tour, but... I love it. Um, I was going to watch then, this for 45 minutes. It's great. Just carry <laughs> on. <laughs> it's probably more interesting than sitting me sit, but... Um, but anyway, this is an EFX Stormtrooper helmet, which is modeled uh, supposedly from the same mold as the uh, 1977 Star uh, Stormtrooper mask. So anyway, and then that's the, uh, as I know you were going to point out, that is the Anakin version from Obi-Wan series, Darth Vader mask. So yeah, yeah let's see here. So if I can... Oh, I What's what's the uh, what's the what's the yellow mask that was just above and to the right as I see it, poster oh. that you just pointed at? There was like a yellow and black mask, just oh. next to that one. There we go. What's yeah, that? That is just a paintball mask that I thought was cool yeah, <laughs> for at like, least what? a decade. What yeah, movies that from? None. Yeah. <laughs> now this one has a a, a stronger theme, and um. But yeah, I try to get both hey, the Wilsons in there, right? Slade and Wade. Oh, so. wa waxing cinematic. Look, I miss oh, that yeah, show. Man. Do more waxing cinematic. I mean, I suppose technically this is a waxing cinematic, but without Jake. So, right. you know, who knows? <laughs> bye, bye, Jake. <laughs> See you later. Oh, wow. All is it? games until you have to dust. Uh, and, uh, yeah. By the I, way, <laughs> just for Neil, Neil's camera that he sold me. Yes, he was so, telling me. He was telling me about that. It was funny. I mentioned I was always going to be chatting with you. I went, oh, you could talk yeah. about the camera. Like I'm not spending oh, yeah. 45 minutes to an hour chatting about a camera because I wouldn't I understand about, half of it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about starting off with the uh, the camera shooting a picture of the uh, Skype screen. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Look at this. Right. It's like a proper scenic tour. Oh yeah, man. Well, if you nice. were to come over and visit. And yep. um, oh my goodness, this is one of the dogs that hey. I've never been. Yeah, so every all all three dogs are out here on the porch with me and uh, ran up to me. And so anyway, I is guess that the, I'm is, wanted some screen time. Is that the podcasting debut of that wonderful little pooch? Yes, nice. it is because you've seen the other two. Um, yeah, and heard them and stuff. And then uh, at least she is maybe 25 pounds somewhere in there but uh when i picked up zeus he was like 80 for one of the waxing cinematic shows so wow yeah huge man he's he's no longer with us he went we uh passed him off to um one of the kids who really wanted him and has the room for him to run around and just uh be uh enormous 
I got, I got ultimately sad for a second there when you said he's no longer with us. I'm like, oh, I know. and then it turns out he just moved house. <laughs> Thinking Rainbow Bridge, and yeah, thankfully, thankfully none of he that. He went to live on the farm, farm and up uh, north. Yeah, play with the other dogs. Yeah. <laughs> but at least we know all dogs go to heaven, right? They've made a movie about it, apparently. So. You know, Don Bluth, I believe, did that one. Yeah, that's right, man. Yep. It is, dude. So how you been? Oh, yeah. Now we can now we can focus on you since I've I've shown the new stuff off and you know. I have I have no real real new stuff. Actually, I do have some new new real stuff. Let me just which I will. Um, so I'm going to put this here. And I'll, I'll show you at some point during the podcast when the the moment yeah. is perfect. But yeah, okay. your to- your topic was uh, I don't want to work. I want to create. Yes, which is a, which is a, a problem. Where we're cool, the big difference. There's a huge. There is a huge difference, and I think we're both in. I mean, the difference is you have a job. <laughs> I don't, right. So you know, right. I suppose yep. there is that. But uh, <laughs> so, where did that idea for a topic come from? Oh my gosh, man! Um, I currently work a forty-hour work week for a network uh, editing their shows, their TV stuff, and there was a late-night talk show that I just finished up. I think it was last Wednesday. Maybe it was two Wednesdays ago. I think. Anyway, um, and that was an eight-month eight-month adventure putting that show together because there was so much that had to be done special effects and stuff. I mean, so, I mean, I had fun while I was working on it, but it's not my stuff. I am a problem solver. So, you know, this guy has to, wants to jump through a, uh, like a, a portal at the end of every one of his episodes. And when they shot the series, they didn't give me any tracking points or anything. So, um, so anyway, I, uh, sorry, I'm getting some texts coming in, but, um, so anyway, but once I finished that up, they moved me on to another project, which was supposed to be very creative. And dude, you've shot stuff. I've shot stuff. Neil shot stuff. I'm sure a lot of people who listen to you, you know, have done everything from short films to feature films. You organize everything. You don't want to have yeah. to look for things. And then if you use Premiere um, and you have audio on all the video, then you can do a multicam and it'll auto sync. I mean, it's amazing. But you have to have audio on the video. And too often that wasn't the case. And everything is in total disarray. And some things that they shot weren't even on the production notes. Anyway, so I I just like, well, what is this? A red can of paint. What am I supposed to do with this? So, yeah. So that was the uh, that was what inspired that uh, thought that I would rather be creating. And by creating, it is my own stuff or at least something that I believe in. And it's more than a paycheck. It's something where, you know, either, you know, it launches and it takes off and it's well-received or it's on YouTube and people are enjoying it there. You know what I mean? And it's it's not always about the money. It's about, um, you know, it's being a creator and being fulfilled with what you're doing. I think for me, because I've, you know, in in the middle of June, I resigned from my paycheck job. I do still still miss this paycheck, but... (laughs) I don't miss the job. I don't miss mm-hmm. most of the people there. There's only a couple I do miss hanging around with and stuff, but I still keep in touch with those. Right. But I, my main issue with the job was that at the beginning of the shift versus the end of the shift, there was nothing I'd made. There was nothing that I could look at it and go, 
right. I did really well today. I was productive and I did this. I know some people would look at my job and go, well, oh, you did you did actually do some, you helped some yeah. people who will then come right. back tomorrow and ask the same questions again. That's not productive. Um, <laughs> no. I, I like I like creating my own stuff. I'm not at the yeah. point where creating my own stuff will bring in any paychecks, which right. obviously you're, you're way further down the road than that because the skills <laughs> that you have could do that and hopefully on on yeah. if you are doing stuff on the side do do that i know neil yeah. is as well yeah. uh, but it's yeah i just i want to be productive and i have been over the past few weeks but again i'm still pushing towards the hey i can do this pay me i'm just sitting right, here right. i'm i'm always waiting for my phone to ring why somebody right. going hey i saw your stuff come work for me i'll pay you a lot of money I yeah. don't know if that's going to happen, but I keep waiting. I'm very optimistic that yeah. one day Netflix will phone me up and I'll be like, right. Look, I'll, I'll run you, your studio for you, but yeah. you're going to have to sort this uh, this strike out first. So you're going to have to <laughs> pay the writers, pay the actors fairly, and then right. I'll come work for you. So maybe that that I might be the end of the strike, possibly, if that happens. Could be, man. I would you do could it. Come on and be the closer or the finisher or uh, what was what's Denzel Washington, the... Uh, Eliminator. What is that thing that he he just his the equalizer? Just the equalizer. Equalizer. Yeah. There you go, man. Stuart yeah. the equalizer. I would be an amazing <laughs> equalizer. Not in, in, in that regard, but I'm I love problem solving. Yeah. Well, dude, you need to toss some um, you know solutions at him because the networks just I, I mean like we don't seem to be moving forward with anything and. Now, um, you know, SAG is posting these little things saying, hey, you know, you could do indie or you could do talk shows or you could, you know, there's a whole wealth of things you could do while you're not working. So, um, and, you know, it's the same thing with the Writers Guild. And I mean, I get why they're striking. I get, you know, because the the compensation isn't fair. But and I think that's the thing that a lot of people and I think we talked about it on the previous podcast. That's something that a lot of people miss is that. Um, you know, these, some of these writers and producers make a lot of money, but there's plenty that don't. And it's the, you know, they're still doing what they love. They're still, you know, they're still creating, which is awesome. But um, they, you know, when you see somebody else getting a, uh, you know, a billion dollars, I'm making that up, but I mean, you know, where's your slice of that pie? Cause you should have it because they wouldn't have the billion if it weren't for the creative. So there's yeah. got to be balance. And uh, a friend of mine who used to work for Disney, um, you know, was commenting that I forget which of the big studios commented that, you know, the strike is costing them, you know, like, I don't know, $500 million. Warner, and Warner Discovery it, it was, yeah, yeah. And it would have only cost $250 million to increase their wages and all that. And then they could have made it, made 250 So it's yeah. hard to understand where they're coming from other than, this is mine. This is mine. This is my controller and you can't have it. So, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Crazy. So, like let's get back to John Fouts's creativity. Yeah. So I mean, when so yesterday, uh, oh, I'm sorry, man, you had a question. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that room that you've just given me the tour, that must be a wonderful fuel for creativity. That looks like a room you could go into and look at all the cool stuff and then come out and go, I have 25 ideas. <laughs> It definitely does fuel that creative fire, but it's also therapy because when I'm building the different uh, pistols and lightsabers and stuff or painting a mask, there, it's a time where I am actually focused on one thing, and that allows me to kind of let other things hover that I'm thinking about, whether it's storylines or how to 
you know, create an effect or do a movie or do something unique that maybe, you know, hasn't been done a million times. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's cool that, and then at the end of a short journey, I have something to hang on the wall. So that's yeah. a cool wall. <laughs> well, so what are your, because the, the, one of the many, many problems I have is I am creative in various different avenues. So there's podcasts. I enjoy yeah. doing that. There's also right. now, now video podcasts, which I'm getting more used right. to. And, and that yeah, fuels man. that feeds. Which I'm wearing my YouTube new shirt channel. just for you. Nice. What what is that? What's what's fully on the shirt? Uh, oh, Tatooine. It's, nice. it's as though it's it a is. destination. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice. So I got to thinking that I may have worn the same shirt two video podcasts with you in a yeah. row. So I thought I, I'd mix it up. And I've this is the first time I'm wearing the shirt. So I'm christening it on your show. Thank you. Two firsts. <laughs> <laughs> so I did a video podcast yesterday for over an hour with a film composer and I then realized just before I was sitting down with you that I was wearing the same jumper yesterday so I'm like right. no change it change it quick otherwise people think I have one jumper um I have I have like two jumpers so it's okay but yeah I, you, I quickly do the clothing change as well so I have the podcasts which then splinters off into video podcasts and audio podcasts yeah. so that becomes two I have the website so therefore I've got that I've got the writing which I enjoy doing but just sits in a drawer and you know I may do something with that in the future who knows right. I have yeah. got social media stuff I just got so many plates all spinning yeah, uh, not enough energy or, right. or hours in a day right. to focus on them all. So it's right. Uh, so I can imagine you've got similar amounts of plates going. Yeah, all of and um, I've tried to put some plates down so I'm not juggling everything all the time. But you know, yesterday with it being a long work day, and then um, I had some clients that needed some artwork and stuff done for their music project, and so. Um, I just felt like I didn't because I would have liked to have played a video game. I would have liked to have sat down for 15, 20 minutes and I couldn't do it. And so I got I went from one project to the next. If I had had a voiceover gig, that's when I would have done that uh, before doing the the other. And then, um, you know, Michelle came home, fixed dinner and, uh, you know, I spent maybe 30 to 45 minutes just hanging out with her, listening to some music. And then. I'm back down at my computer finishing this project up until 10, 15 at night. And then I go to bed and then I'm back up uh, in the morning around 5, 15. And it just, I, I would like some sort of balance. You and I've talked about that before, yeah. the need for balance. And, but it's, it's a transition where I'm wanting to build up all my freelance so that I can stop working for the other company. And um, Michelle has uh, changed jobs. And so I'm waiting on the insurance to kick in before I, you know, really uh, move on. Um, just because insurance, we're convinced that we have to have it. And I, I suppose it's a good thing, you know. But so, do you have insurance? Do you have to pay for it over there? No, for, for sort of house insurance and contents and stuff, do you mean? No, or? no, for uh, like health insurance. Oh, no, no. We get a lot free over here in the UK. Well, we, yeah. to, to be fair, we don't get it free. We pay it. Um, so if I work for like you, for example, right. and you pay me a salary, you may pay me $100. And then in my salary, I've got 72 because the tax and what they call national insurance has already been taken out before I ever see it. And that oh, national gotcha. insurance is what goes to the government to, you know, pay for the health insurance and stuff. So fund the free insurance, fund the free insurance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like films on Netflix are free. They're not. You're right. paying for it. So it's, 
it's kind of like that. So, gotcha. yeah, I, I would probably think medical insurance in the US, from what I know, which is not too much, I would probably get that if possible because okay. you, you don't want to not have it or I'd get, right. you know, fall over and break a leg, I'm guessing. Right. Cost, cost you a lot of money. Yeah. I would think. Yeah. Really, and there's so many uh, different uh, insurances and insurers and what the benefits are. It just, it makes me tired. That's Michelle's uh, bag because uh, she used to work for an insurance company back a couple of decades ago. So she's aware and familiar with all the terminology versus, you know, like if I was to say, well, you know, your external monitor for a field shooting only has a thousand nits. Is that enough? You know what I mean? And then you'd get what I was saying versus Michelle would just be like, that's not even funny. I don't know what you're talking about. I get like that when Neil starts talking to me about cameras. He's like, you need right. to do this, that, and the other. I'm like, you lost me at camera. <laughs> <It's> right. like, <laughs> there, are, there are occasions when I have to message Neil and say, do you know this camera that you sold me years ago? Does right. it do this? Because I just, I don't know. It's it, As long as I can switch it on, point and capture what I'm doing, I'm good. Right. I'm all right. I'm and, all right. But, yeah. Yep. And I've been out, I've, Neil uh, sent two lenses with the camera and then I bought another, I needed a zoom lens. Um, so I bought it yesterday off of eBay and, um, but anyway, but yeah, man, for the most part, I've taken pictures. I haven't shot much yeah. video. Um, I'm just kind of getting used to the camera cause it's overwhelming. It's like going yeah. from something very simple, uh, to having a gazillion buttons everywhere, you know? And then, you accidentally tap one without realizing it. And then boom, you have this little, you know, cool, cool readout with showing you how the light is hitting your subject, but you want it to go. And you don't know how you got it on there to begin with. So. <laughs> I had, I remember once I spent four hours trying to make my viewfinder come back because <laughs> I pressed a button, a single button on the camera. And I'm like, why can't yep. I see it? Why is this not working? Oh, my God, it's broken. How do it? Right. And eventually it's like, oh, just by randomly pressing buttons, it came back. And I <laughs> vowed never to. I don't know which button I pressed. So that's not going to help right. in the future. But uh, but it but it came back. So, yep. you know, I've got a lot to learn. <laughs> it, there's always something, man. And then as yeah. soon as we master the cameras, there'll be like a, some sort of firmware update or software update for the camera and then it's like oh now you can do a hundred more things you know it's kind of like when i started yeah. using photoshop it was version 2.5 and it was amazing but it was 2.5 now we're at 25 wow it's kind of interesting yeah. that i am pointing that out today but um and and now you have ai you have generative fill there's so many things in photoshop but i think if i hadn't been able to learn new stuff every year that i'd be overwhelmed just jumping into it now because there's so much that you can do with it. And now After Effects has AI and probably Premiere is going to have that before long. And it just, you know, but now then Adobe is wanting to start charging for it so that if you do any kind of generative fill, um, you have so many credits with your paid membership. But then beyond that, you'll have to be paying for each one. And there's too many questions in my mind. Right. But it's like Twitter, which is now X and then. Elon Musk made the announcement that he was wanting it to be for profit and yeah. he's going to start charging. And guess what? <laughs> he's not going to have anybody left, man. It's been free from no. the beginning. Yeah. Cause dude, I can email you, I can Instagram or Facebook message. So yeah, you and I'll still be able to, uh, you know, 
connect uh, and we don't need twitter i mean x so yeah i mean i i love x you get all these people like oh, twitter x yeah. is terrible and i can't wait to leave it and you're like but you're still posting on it so you know yeah, you're, you're still here i love yep. it i think it's great i don't think oh, it's yeah. changed massively since elon took over for what i use it no. for other than just right. as an increase in people bitching about the owner of x that's right. that wasn't a thing before but now it is but right. if they start charging for it, it's like, yeah, no, I'm yeah. off. And as yeah. much as I love it, I think maybe it might be good for the world if there's one less huge social media platform. Right. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. you know, I saw that you're now on threads, which I really haven't checked out beyond Instagram saying, hey, you should be on threads. So I was like, all right, now I'm on threads. And there's a bunch of people that are already there. I feel like I'm kind of late to that party, but I don't know that it really behooves me to be a part of threads, which is a part of Instagram. Cause I'm seeing a lot of, I, so like if I post on threads, does it post on Instagram or vice versa no. or no, you got to do it. You got to spend your day posting on all these different. <laughs> so, do you know, you mentioned you're late to the party. You are a little bit late to the threads party, but it's yeah. like the threads <laughs> party started at eight o'clock, right? So that's right. when the threads party started. You've just yeah. wandered in at quarter to 11 at night. And you're like, yeah. I am so sorry I'm late. But you look around the room and there's only four people there anyway. <laughs> That's Threads. It's very, very, very quiet. And if yeah. Threads is too busy for you with its 5,000 users, whatever it is. Is that to, really it? I, I don't think it's that, but it's not a lot. Oh. I mean, I've I've got 17.7 thousand followers on Twitter. Right. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, oh sorry. X. Yeah. And. Yeah. On threads, I've got about 320. So it's, yeah. that's the big difference. So if I post something on threads, oh, whoop-de-doos. That's right. not going to make much difference. But if, if threads <laughs> is too busy for you, go yeah. to Blue Sky. There's virtually nobody there. I'm on there. I've got 16 followers, and I've been on there about three months. Wow, man. That's okay. even, even quieter than, uh, than threads. So I guess the trolls haven't found it yet, right? No, with Blue threads. Sky. Yeah, I mean, Blue Sky's invite only. Wow. Um, well, you so have to send me an invitation, man. I will. You've got to build up your the amount you use it to then get an invite code. So as soon as I get one, I will send <laughs> it your way. But I don't know what you've got to do to get that. Um, <laughs> but with threads, there's no hashtags. Yeah. And I, I'm a firm believer in it's hashtags that cause the trolls. Because if me and you follow each other on Twitter, then yep. we, we talk to each other. And if Jake's right. in there and Vanell's in there and we're all talking to each other and we're all nice people and we all get along wonderfully. And then Michelle right. joins and we're all having a good old conversation about dogs and, and, right. and Mandalorian helmets and stuff. But then if there's a hashtag and you click on the hashtag, that takes you off the beaten track. And then you end yeah. up just people fighting each other over Trumps and masks and vaccines right. and global warming <laughs> yeah. and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. But there is no hashtags as far as I know on the threads yet. So well, that's, that's probably good because I agree with you. You, it's almost like putting a good lure on your, uh, you know, your um, your rod and reel, and so you're casting it out there. And I could put hashtag Star Wars, hashtag Mandalorian, hashtag whatever, and yeah. just so that someone can see some, you know, in case there are people who would just, hey, man, that's cool. Um, you know, here's how my Greedo Killer turned out. Here's how my Mando Mass turned out. Um, but there, but you're right. I think it does enable trolls to find their prey quicker. Yeah. So there's not. I mean, obviously, there's less people on threads, so therefore there's less trolls by right. pure pure yeah. mathematics. But 
yeah. For me, X is still my favorite one. I think Facebook I'm yeah. using more and more and more because that's pretty much, you know, like a, a secondary X. I keep right. meaning to call it Twitter, but I'm, I'm going to try. It's called <laughs> X now, so it's fine. But but even yeah. Facebook is just, it's it's ridiculous. And do yeah. does, obviously social media has its uses in us sharing our creations and trying to get more things yeah. to create. But is it a hindrance for your creativity, do you think, social media? Other than, obviously, hey, does anybody need a voice actor? Oh, I need one. Brilliant. Right. Come this way. Other than right. that part, is it a distraction for your creativity? It used to be because it, it was competition for my writing time or my, you know, going out and exploring new worlds through a camera lens. Um, now, I, I mean, like I rarely go on Facebook. I have some friends who have called me, you know, within the last, you know, a few weeks and, you know, like, Hey, did you see my post? No, I didn't, man. You know, my dog died. Well, you should have texted, you know? Um, but so, you know, I, so I'm not as distracted as I used to be. You see that my post, uh, had, I mean, like I post when I actually have something to post, um, like, and it, it could be anything between sci-fi or, um, like I took the, the S one out and I was taking pictures of, uh, Michelle had, uh, has this flowering plant that's, uh, a vine. And so I took some pictures of those, um, you know, those, those blooms and stuff. And I was like, ah, this looks kind of cool. I'm going to post it on Instagram, but I, I'm very random with it. And I don't do that much. Um, like there's some friends, I'm sure you have them too, that are all about the selfies and everywhere they go. It's like, look yeah. at me. I'm on the beach and I, yeah. you know, I, I don't, I used to do that a lot, man, a ton, but I guess, um, you know, uh, Michelle and I are coming up on our 10th anniversary. And so I really, I'm, I'm not on the market and I don't have anything to promote personally. So I, I just don't care anymore. Yeah. I have to, I have to force myself to be in a picture. Yeah. Um, because I, I, you know, over the years I've been to a lot of comic cons, I've met some really cool people and I photographed yeah. them. But there right. isn't a, there isn't a picture of me with a lot of these celebrities. I don't know. I would yeah. kind of like that. So I yeah. made a conscious effort of when I go to events now, it's like okay, I'll just be in one. <laughs> so, but I generally, I'm usually the one behind the camera taking pictures of other people with, yeah. with people. But yeah. sometimes you've got to document history. Right. I mean, you need you need to be in some pictures for when your biography comes out. There's got to be pictures, right. picture of tr <laughs> trees and stuff. It's not going to cut it. Right. You know. Right. Well, you know, and when when celebrities come over to the house, right? Mm. You know, and um, I, but yeah, I mean, like I I used to, um, if I was out, I still try to promote local events and local, um, uh, you know, stores, restaurants, stuff like that, but. Not like I used to, man, because it was always that check-in on Facebook. It's like, oh, John and Michelle are at some restaurant, blah, 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 you know, and I don't care, man. We we go on vacations and people may find out weeks later if I post something on Instagram or something. So, yeah. but certainly so, going back to your question, man, not the competition it used to be because I was compulsive because I, I believe that Twitter was going to help make me. It was like an extra ingredient, you know? So. And and did you find sort of looking back on it all, did the social media platforms like Twitter help, or not much of a difference? I, yeah, I don't know. You and I connected. I, I have no yeah. idea how, but I think it was through social media. Um, and I've connected with some other people via social media, and I'm glad for the relationships that have come out of that. 
But as far as someone finding me and going, man, that was the best short film ever, dude. You know, you did you do some incredible work with cardboard. We need you on this production. Never happened, man. Um, I found uh, one voiceover gig through YouTube, if you want to count YouTube as being social media, which in a yeah, way yeah. is. I would. Um, yeah. But I mean, like, it was an old reel from like 2014. And this this person was like, hey, we really like this voice. And I'm like, going, what? I I don't I don't even recognize the voice, but I'll try to do it, um, you know. But yeah, it's um, but I, not much has helped me, man. You know, my my mom likes what I post and I think, you know, a select few. But yeah. I mean, it's it's not what it used to be. What about you? I mean, for, yeah, I think for me, it has uh, certainly with pretty much every single guest that's ever been on the podcasts, whether it's right. been me, you know, me and you one to ones. Uh, the ones that Harold, Big Pimpin, I think he was the one that probably oh, yeah. introduced me, you, and Dexter, and, and all that way right. back when. Um, so I think for I me, it's been a help. Xbox with him a couple of times. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So I think Xbox Live. So for me, it was it's been a help. Right. But I, it's just very easy to get distracted by posting crap. Right. You know, it's and I. I always try not to engage with trolls, but sometimes it's just too damn tempting, especially if you see a really stupid one. And right. as soon as I click send, I'm like, that's just clogged my timeline up for the next 12 yeah. hours now. And often it does. Yeah. But um, I think now it's a big distraction because before it was Twitter was my primary. So 90% of my time, Twitter. Then 10% right. Facebook. Maybe now and again, Instagram. Now it's... Yeah. Threads, Blue Sky, TikTok, YouTube, X, Facebook. It's, there's so many of them. So I've had to scale those yeah. back. Don't really care yeah. about Blue Sky. I'll check that maybe once a week. Threads, right. I'll probably check a couple of times a week. Facebook, right. I'm on quite a lot now because I've yeah. left my job so I can just you know, promote myself beyond that. And yeah. X, I'm on quite a lot as well. Yeah. But, the, but then all these scrolling and commenting and retweeting and liking, if I add up yeah. how many hours per week, I'm doing that for it's like why yeah. am I why am I not doing something else with those right. hours and hours per week so it's it's a never yeah. ending sort of conflict so you, I think do you have uh notifications enabled for all those or are you no doing... no no yeah. no I'm I very imagine, no. man. yeah I turned all that stuff off so um if you Facebook message me it'll pop up because I have a few clients through Facebook and they prefer messenger why I don't know but yeah. um but other than that, man, I mean, like, it would test the, the endurance of my battery, and it would be a distraction when I'm around people that I want to give my total attention to. But there, you see them yeah. all the time. Like, uh, the neighbor who, uh, it's like the, the little Twitter sound, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, over and over, man. And it's at volume 11. And, um, and I mean, if that's what you want to do, there's no judgment. I, I probably yeah. was as compulsive at one point. but man i mean like my kids let me know like that you're not you're not playing action figures with us you're not playing this video game you know you've you've paused it again so i had little reminders i have my phone on silent most of the time to be honest yeah and if i'm expecting a phone call so like somebody will be i will actually phone you up then i switch off the internet and put the phone on loud so it just becomes a, a phone yeah um otherwise the constant beep you know, emails, beep, Twitter, beep, right. Facebook, beep, Instagram, beep, yep. Blue Sky, nobody ever beeps because nobody's on it. Threads, <laughs> eh, maybe once or twice a month it'll beep. But yeah, no, I switched yeah. all of those notifications off 
I don't yeah. need that. And if I'm watching a film, the phone gets put down so it can yeah. do whatever it does and I don't see it. And I'm, I'm pretty good at ignoring using the phone now. So I'm not yeah. uh, not constantly distracted by that. Yeah, that's good. Because, yeah, for the most part, I keep my ringer off of my phone. But I get uh. here. <laughs> but it's silent. So, you know, if I'm out with a client or out with a friend and, you know, I mean, like, I do have kids. I do. If Michelle's not with me, then I'm certainly, you know, I want to be available for select family. And, um, you know, but I mean, everybody has a safety net. But on the chance, you know, but I mean, so. I'll feel like a little vibe and I'll just casually, you know, look down at my wrist and yeah. I'll see if yeah. it's important or not and just ignore it. But I mean, like we are so connected. Here's my iPad. And then of course being on a Mac, um, you know, it'll pop up on my screen. So I have to really be very selective with the notifications. And that was something that I had, when I was just doing the nine to five, I had turned a lot of that off. And then once I started getting clients back in, then I wanted to be sure that they were all VIP'd so that if they um, tried to contact me at in, you know, through any means that they would you know, ping me and I'd pay attention. And then they, they still slip through the crack, these, um, you know, the smaller gigs. But you yeah. know, it's, these, these are one and dones. And it doesn't mean they're not important, but it's not like these, um, you know, the, the clients that are going to be around for the long haul. So. Yeah, you've got to, I think, and I keep saying this to Rob, uh, you've got to make a priority list and go, yeah. if anything comes, and I have the same thing for the PR companies. There are, I think, three at the minute, three PR people that if they send me something through, and I don't get paid for any of this, but they're nice to me and I get the odd screen of disc and, you know, freebie right. now and again. So that's good, therefore. Yay. Yeah. Um, if they send anything through, it gets done within half an hour. Banks on online. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I've got other ones, I'm like, yeah, you'll keep till tomorrow. It's fine. <laughs> you do, you know, that sort of thing. You've got to prioritize. Otherwise, you oh, will yeah. just burn yourself out, I think. Well, and I mean, you know, you think about with Neil and I trying to connect and he's out on the West Coast or uh, my cousin who lives in Beverly Hills. And so they're both, you know, uh, on the West Coast and th three hours behind us. And then I've had friends over like you in England. I've got some relatives over in England and um, if they want to connect, I mean, like everything, you know, you have to adjust out. It's like, you know, I was feeling bad if you and I had, uh, done the four o'clock, which would have been your nine o'clock and Task then would have five. put you late. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, point, I, I usually yeah. don't go to bed till like 11, 12 o'clock at night. So, so gotcha, if, ever, if it's a 9 PM for me, that's not a problem. Okay, cool, man. But I had one client send me an email last night at almost 1 a.m. And well, which was actually this morning, if I'm being completely accurate. But yeah, just saying, oh, uh, the new graphics look great. Go ahead with it. I'm not going to do it then because I'm no. asleep. So. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm just very glad that mobile devices have off buttons and silent oh, buttons. Yeah. Yep. So what, what is your focus for creation and what's your, your priority project? Man, it's hard to nail it down. It would be nice if I was just a writer or if I was just a director or producer, like if I just had one hat, um, because I wear so many hats. So I continue to write on the sci-fi book series. And um, so that's one thing, writer. And then I'm trying to learn this beast of a camera that I just bought from Neil. And uh, and that's that's a compliment. It's not a beast of birds, yeah, yeah. man. It is, yeah. yeah. It's a magnificent superhero. 
um, that will enable me to shoot amazing things. I mean, like the the stuff that I'm seeing through the lens and uh, when I download it and put it on the computer, but that's a task in itself, man. I mean, like when I went to college, um, part of commercial art and advertising was not just illustration and design, but also um, photography. So I learned photo techniques for the studio so that if I had wanted to carry in that direction, then I, I could have become a photographer with my own studio. But that was a long time ago. And so, you know, if you don't, if you don't use it, you lose it. And so, yeah, yeah I'm like, wow, okay, ISO. And then the NITS thing where it's the, uh, the illuminance of a field monitor, which I just learned that yesterday. I was throwing it out like I knew what I was talking I'm, about. I'm going to nod like yeah. I know what you're talking about. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the NITS. <laughs> that yeah. happens a lot, man. <laughs> <laughs> But so, you know, what is my focus? Man, um, I've got some different projects that I, I really want to finish up. And these are design projects for CDs and, and uh, DVDs and stuff. And so, you know, I finished that and then that's, um, you know, I've got more money coming in. But at this point, I just, man, I, I think I am more creative when I don't have a job. And I'm really having to hoof it for every penny. And uh, Michelle and I are frugal with what we get anyway. But I, I think there is, you know, when you know that paycheck's coming in every two weeks, you can relax a little bit. And I'll take a day off and then I'll get to it tomorrow. And nah, man, it's, it's um, I have a lot of drive. I, I don't know that I ever really want to retire. I would like to simplify so that I could you know, do what I want to for five to eight hours a day and um, and then be able to just give other people my attention or projects or whatever. So. I think that's what retirement is, though, isn't it? I think people have this retiring means you just sit around and do nothing all day. Yeah. Like I don't think you do that. Yeah, play golf. It's, I don't think yeah. you do that. I don't think I would do that. If yeah. I never had to work again, I would always be busy doing things that didn't feel like work to me, but may look right. like work to somebody else. It goes right back to, I, I don't want to work, I want to create. Because yeah. no matter how hard we've all worked at creation, it was worth it. You know, you, you get to the end and, and you've at least learned something. I think that's one of the things I've always admired about Elon Musk was when he launched his first rocket and caught the ground and exploded. And everybody was just like, oh, but we did all the math and we're so disheartened. And he was like, no, we've got data. We know what not to do. Yep. And it's, so I, I've tried to make that my attitude, you know, like even if, cause like that was the second paint job on the one Mandalorian mask um, because I had tried this one technique and it didn't work. And so I had to sand it down and uh, repaint it and then do the graphite treatment a different way. And it worked. So, um, but you know, you, you learn and it's, I love problem solving. So I'm kind of like you and, I don't know. My dog needs something. I think I'm going to have to put him in the house. So. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Inside. Oh, everybody going in. Good dog. Good. Yeah. Dog. yeah. Except for my really old dog. It takes him. He's like, he's yeah, like an old, he's like <laughs> an old car, man. He's just like, eh, eh. that uh, he sleeps so soundly now. Like, I was trying nice. to get them all up into the kitchen because I had to run to the garage, uh, take my car to the garage. And um, and I I mean, like I was at the top of the steps calling him by name. He was just out snoring. So anyway, yeah, do you so. I'm not I'm not calling you an old dog, but do you 
do you sleep well with wearing all these different hats or do you are you like me where I'm, I get tired at night and I go right now yeah. it's time to go to bed I put my head on right. the pillow and my brain's like da -da 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 -da, and it will take at least two hours for me to fall asleep not even exaggerating um sometimes and this is what annoys Michelle because Michelle has to wind down she has to watch tv do something in fact I mean like she'll do this one uh puzzle game where it's like a, a jigsaw puzzle on her little phone and um, while she's watching TV, and as soon as I lay down, I'm asleep. But there are times when I need to have, I, I have solutions that I'm seeking. And I'll be like, you know what, I'm done for the day. I, I you know, and I'd lay down and then boom, hey, this will fit this story. This will solve that, that issue in the, uh, the sequence of the premiere uh, project or whatever. And then so at that point, I pick up my phone and I make a note. I've got so many different notes in the notes um, section of my uh, phone. And each one is titled appropriately. And yeah, so each project has its own note. And I'll just go ahead and make some, you know, I'll, I'll put my mental findings and then, um, you know, work on it the next day. But there are times, like, there was one morning I woke up and I had dreamed what would be an excellent scene in the book. And so um, I, you know, so Michelle gets up like, you know, quarter five. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to write this down before I lose it. And I'm, you know, and so 30 minutes later, I finish up, you know, typing this, the, you know, it's like a whole chapter in the book. And now I'm wait, might as well get on up. And, might as well. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I my sleep pattern, and I can't even use the fact I used to do a night job as an excuse anymore because it's three months since I finished. So hopefully my sleep pattern would have right you know, reset yeah. itself back to normal human hours. But right, I you think know. you need to just take a trip over to the U.S., stay on the East Coast for a little bit, and stay with me and uh, Michelle, and then eventually fly over to the West Coast and then fly home. And maybe that'll super reset your internal <laughs> clock. It would do that or it would crash it, wouldn't it? I think my, <laughs> my clock would just be like, I'm out of here. So, uh, yeah. I remember a couple of times where we were, you know, you, you, you have these deadlines that you're aware of, you know, like, okay, the film festival, and you've got to finish your movie because they saw the rough cut. You were entered to win, right? Or whatever. And, um, or you know that you've won. They want to show your movie on the big screen, but you have to have it done, right? And yeah. you always wind up running out of time or you're, you know, you're trying to add more stuff or whatever, make it even better. And um, so you lose so much sleep and then you go to this film festival and you're so exhausted. And, um, and at that point, I think uh, when I come back, that's when I crash hard and I just sleep for days. And then uh, my internal clock is reset. I think my biggest struggle is not so much internal clocks, but it's, it, and it annoys me, it's enthusiasm. It's yeah. the, right, you're going to be able to do something really, really cool. And you're like, oh, do I have to? <laughs> and you know, and I know that I, I'm going to really enjoy doing it. And I really do right. genuinely want to do it. But my body's like, yeah. you could just sit there in a chair and just... just <laughs> just rest for a few hours couldn't you? you're like no i don't want to do yeah. that yeah you kind of do want to do that. i don't really don't i really yeah. want to go do this thing no do it tomorrow do it tomorrow do it tomorrow yeah. no but do it so that that's it's getting easier to deal with but whatever has caused that has been driving me insane for, yeah for a couple of years at least so yeah maybe I, maybe always... i could blame covid or something i don't know <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. It'd be nice if you could blame COVID and then get something back from the government. It's like, oh, mm. dude, we didn't know. Let's yeah. just carry you for a year, right? Yeah, yeah that would be nice. That would. <laughs> hey, so um, one other thing I was thinking about that would be kind of fun to talk about. Um, the opening credits for a TV show. There are some that are amazing and some of them that are bland, repetitive. Um, probably the best, which didn't make my list, was uh, how Lost started. Because it was just like... Mm lost and then we're done man we're not tied into like uh it seems like all the star trek shows on paramount plus even picard was super long until the last season and then it was like you know what maybe we should only make it a minute you know because it was almost three minutes in length and you're just like saw it all last time man and if you don't have a skip intro button um yeah yeah, it's, yeah. so what are the what are the opening credits of a tv show that you just you enjoy every time you don't i i never i am on a a rewatch through the tv show that i'm going to mention now it is 10 seasons long i've seen the first nine seasons of it so i've never finished the entire run and um i'm purposely not skipping the opening credits because i just love these opening credits and the song that's smallville oh okay i didn't know where you were going man i was going to make a guess that Hill Street Blues, but I didn't know how long that had been on. So no, that, I don't think that last, I don't know how many years that lasted. But Smallville, I yeah. I love the opening credits. Also Succession, I'd never yeah. fast forward because I just love the the visuals matching the music and yeah, you know that I wouldn't fast forward through. And also the Sopranos, I never yeah uh, fast forwarded through that one as well. So yeah, what what it's are yours? Funny. Succession, I uh, definitely made my list, but it's interesting i bought you know like the album the soundtrack and what the dude does is amazing during the show but it's just variations on a theme let's change the key let's you know and so when you're you're going you know like if you're you're trying to get revved up and you're like yeah i need to edit or whatever you put that on and the first song man the opening theme man it's it's good you don't have the Mm -hmm. visuals so it's a little less than but after that, then it's just, uh, yeah, I, yeah. So then I, I wind up skipping and putting uh, clutch on or something. So. See, I feel the same with Interstellar, which yeah has got a great theme. The music's yeah. great, but I was listening yeah. to the soundtrack a couple of days ago, and I'm thinking, oh, it's just the same as the previous track. It's just it's <laughs> variations on the same theme within the movie. Yeah. It's great, but it's just like it's a bit like Assault on Precinct 13. If you listen to that score. The original yeah. John Carpenter one, you're like, oh, I can't, no. Because yeah. it's dun 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 And it's just that for 90 minutes. You're like, I'm sick of it now. Get out of my face. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's like Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yeah, there's yeah. some very moving parts. And then there's obviously the music that backed up some great visuals. But it's not the same. But I was uh, chatting but... yesterday to Ross, the composer. I did mention Close Encounters. Yeah. Um, and I said, I love Close Encounters, my favorite film ever. And I love the music within the film. Right. But I've never thought, you know what I'm going to put on the CD player? The Close Encounters CD. It never yeah. happens because it, as a score yeah. on its own, I'm not yeah. I'm not blown away with it other than the odd musical beats. But, yeah. you know, oh, I'm going to put on the Jaws soundtrack whilst <laughs> I eat my food. No, never going to do that. But within the film, it sounds great. Right. <laughs> but I will skip the succession one, I think. Yeah, oh, definitely. And 
I mean, you know, sometimes it's just an impulse buy late at night. So I've got all three seasons and I, you know, in the next, and it's not like, I guess I could tell iTunes that I just, I didn't mean to buy every single uh, soundtrack, but eh, you know, it, they're cheap enough and you just, you roll with it. But yeah, it's, that was something I thought would be really uh, satisfying and it's not. So, Oppenheimer soundtrack. Um, I'm obsessed with the Oppenheimer soundtrack. That is amazing. So have you seen the movie? Yes, I have. Good? Good. Very good. But yeah. the soundtrack, I was listening to the soundtrack two weeks before I saw the film. Yeah. Um, and so when you I'm watching the film. Of that, that it was going to, there were going to be spoilers in the names of the tracks? No, I didn't listen because I bought it on digital. So I'm like, press play, oh, gotcha, done. Yeah. So it's, you know, I was pretty sure that in Oppenheimer at some point a bomb was going to go off, but. Beyond, <laughs> beyond that. That was just gut instinct, right? Yeah. Not, I always go back to Star Wars Episode One, and you know, like track number mm. ten is Qui Gon dies. I'm like, what? Yeah. The? There's no warning for that spoiler. No. Um, but what prompted me to ask you about that was uh, Ted Lasso is probably the top. It is so simple, but yet, yeah, it's such an endearing show. Um, and it's just, I don't know, man. I don't want to skip it. I mean, I could. No. Apple gives me the opportunity, but um, but that would that would be kind of like uh, starting a podcast with the wall and showing swag, right? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I didn't. I never skipped Ted Lasso either. Yeah, it's so. just. I guess it's it's not that long. I mean, like uh, we were watching uh, them. I don't know if you've checked out that show. No. It's by uh, one of the uh, creators of Lost, and uh, it's kind of lost if it were a town in the middle of nowhere and we've watched both seasons but dude i mean like you watch the opening credits once which i always try to do whether they give mm -hmm. you the uh some some streamers will um you have to watch that opening credits in the episode one and then you can skip it from there on out but they want to kind of be fair with um who did what but um but that's one that i couldn't skip course you know i was i was watching it uh through questionable means but anyway there was no skip and so i knew that three minutes in that was where i could uh press play again so i would just bit forward but i mean some of them are so long but uh, did you see uh jack ryan on amazon nope. prime no watch that one no nope. the number one is a phenomenal series I, I like the writing and the flow and all the actors it's just very well done um, but the open is very cool because it's showing so many comparisons. Like you have, um, he likes, uh, it's not a canoe. What is it? Where, uh, the crew team. So, you know, there's the long crew shell and it's coming through the frame and then becomes this bullet, which is launching. And so it's, it just kind of goes back and forth, but it's very creative. I like it. Okay. And, um, but, uh, so even if you don't watch the show, you should check that out. Maybe I'll toss some links on x hmm. later right um and then peacemaker did you ever see that max no show? i never no because we don't have max we've still not got max in the uk so you know so is it a part of disney i mean like you know no it's not part weird. of disney i think it's it's probably on one of the sky channels over here but oh, no gotcha. you know don't have sky we have a different company that has stuff ah, so, i gotcha so no, it just not... looks like max would like to make some extra money you know yeah well they uh, need it these streamers need it you know, they oh, got to make the extra man. money. That's why they but, keep putting the prices up for stupid reasons, yeah. just to upset their audience. <laughs> but that's another one I'll send you the link to. But um, I don't know how much you know about Peacemaker, but it's based on bit. DC Comics. But I mean, it's 
it's ludicrous. It's almost uh, kind of stupidity like uh, you'd see in Deadpool. Um, except it's John Cena as Peacemaker. And from, he believes, from the Suicide Squad, isn't it? From yeah, the, the James yeah. Gunn Suicide Yeah, That's yeah. it, man. And he's got a uh, his best pal and sidekick is Eagly, who is a bald eagle. So, which nice. kind of goes with Desert Eagles and Peacemaker. But anyway, but that is such a funny uh, open. And um, some of the humor went beyond what Michelle enjoys. So there were times I was just laughing on my own. But in the open, we both laughed every single time. And then we'd be yeah. out in public and we'd actually start doing the dance. And then uh, if I started it, then she would follow and then vice versa. And everybody would be looking at us like we were crazy. And we or or you get people going peacemaker. I get that. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah I don't. I don't know that that happened. But, you know. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'll tell you what I did watch, yeah. and it was based on your recommendation, and I finished the entire yeah. season. Shrinking. Did what you? And you liked it? I loved it. Harrison Ford. Just I, I know it's TV. Yeah. Just give him an Oscar anyway for it. You know. I know yeah. it's film, but just like above one. I loved. I loved the show. Really, really good. All the characters were, um, I think that's, it was almost like it had British origins because you guys can produce TV where you have a bunch of people with issues and some of them are miserable, like they're emotionally in pain, right? Um, but you still enjoy it. It's like, what was it? Um, the, um, oh my gosh, something horses, slow horses. Yeah, I couldn't get into Excellent. that. I watched maybe two really? or three and I'm like, you know what, yeah. I'll probably come back to this, but whether I do, I'm not quite sure. It just seemed like a like a really miserable show. I'm like, you know yeah, what? Yeah. I'll come Eventually, back. And it's worth a watch. But anyway, but going going back to the shrinking man, that was that was hilarious to me. Um yeah. and each character had a role to play in each other's lives and and I, yeah, man, that was that was that was very good. So thank you for that one because that was something you'd awesome, mentioned man. a few times. Yeah. Uh, so I'm well, glad I, mean, I fixed when, it up. When Ted Lasso is not in production, I mean, it seems like they are stopping at three seasons. Yeah, uh, you're grateful to the other stuff that Apple puts on that are that's just funny. And also, Shrinking was created by some of the people that created Ted Lasso, so yeah, that's that's where you've got that sort of through line, the the, yeah. the feeling of joy at watching a nice TV show that even managed to make unhappy people interesting right. and funny and. <laughs> Nice, basically. So. <laughs> yep. But hearing so. Harrison Ford just growling. And, oh. uh, just that was hilarious, man. That type <laughs> of humor, I love that type of humor. That sort of very calm, sarcastic. It just it works for me. And it was wonderful <laughs> hearing it coming out of Harrison Ford's mouth. It's great. So I'm hoping it is coming back for season two. Fingers crossed. I hope I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. It's really yeah. good. So I've got one more, and then I want to talk about Dial of Destiny. Um, mm. I'd take that back. You know what? Mayor of Kingstown, which is a Paramount Plus show, yep. um, just that is such a broody, uh, dark show. But the opening credits are just, I mean, the way they're very fluid and obviously on layers. So they just, anyway, it's really good. That's another one you can check out on YouTube, uh, mm -hmm. you know, without, but I mean, the show is really good. Um, and then there's the morning show, which is another show on Apple. Yep. Mm -hmm. And it's so simple with the balls, but it relays so much about culture and being an influencer and what you do. And then you're shut out anyway. So yep. that was cool. And then murders in the building. You've checked that out. Yeah. Right? yeah I've seen that. Yep. Yep. 
So that opening is super mm. simple, but damn, if I don't watch it every time, you know, it's just yeah. like, yeah, this time, nope, it's got a cool theme song. I can't do it. Leave and it sometimes on. I'll change things up just a little bit, not as much as uh, Witcher does or there was Game, Game of that, Thrones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Walking Dead changed to each season when they used to, yeah. to uh, come back. So, yeah. Yeah. And again, you watch that first episode and you hope that they don't change it every episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like giving you giving you hints of what's coming. Well, like, um, Battlestar, like Battlestar Galactica used to do. I used to skip those titles. It's like, I don't want to see clips of the thing right. I'm just about to watch. Get out my face. Right. So I used to just do that and cover it up. <laughs> Was that the original in the 80s? No, the, the, the new one. The remake? Yeah, yeah the Edward James yeah. Almost one. They used to go, at the end of the title sequence, they go, dun, 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 and show a short succession of clips. So I don't right. want to know. I'm, I'm literally <laughs> about to watch it. Get out my right. face. Well, that, and if you're referring to the 80s version, uh, they reuse so many of the different fight sequences and stuff over and over. And then they, they yeah. flip it. Just don't pay attention to the fact that maybe the numbers on the ships are backwards or maybe they used uh, some different language or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, like it was. Um, yeah. But I mean, it was awesome because we had to wait three years for Star Wars movies back in the day. So might as well have some Galactica on TV until uh, Adama found out that he had mind powers like uh, yep. Professor X and could move stuff, including his career to doing Alpo commercials. So, yeah. <laughs> so to to sort of round off the creativity thing that we've been circling, and then we, oh, we, will, yeah. we will finish off having that Indiana Jones conversation, which I look forward to. Yeah. One of my creative ideas, which I'm still working on, so I haven't quite finalized it, is my new co-host who is going to yeah. present his own YouTube channel at some point. Not quite yeah. decided what he's going to say, but he's going to say <laughs> some real crazy shit about movies. So I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm still trying to work out what his voice should be. Right. Uh, like an accent or something like that. But he's definitely yeah. going to make an appearance. And uh, I'm just trying to work out what sort of journalist he will be. So you can imagine where I'm obviously <laughs> off going, oh, my God, Drew Barrymore was going to go back to work. What are you thinking, Drew? Don't be a dumb arse. You're a scab, <laughs> scab. <laughs> you know that, that type man. of. And he's got a tie. He's dressed he's got, up. Yeah, he's, got, he's he is... got a tie. He's like proper morning show sort of hand puppet yeah. type. So <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's one of my creative things. That I I'm think just... you need to make him sound like Cary Grant back in the, the okay. like the old old Hollywood. And what was it? Um, they had a name for that accent that was preposterous and wasn't a real thing but they did it in the movies um okay. gosh man mid mid-atlantic i think i've been <laughs> i've been hired to do that a couple of times and but there's such a cadence and i get lost man give me give me uh you know something that's just crazy or or whatever man but there's something about that mid-atlantic i would probably have to get in the character and be there for a few days and annoy yeah. everybody that's yeah. pretty much what I'll do. I will just walk around the house with this puppet and he's, right. oh, hello, hello, how are you today? You know, that sort of thing. And I'm not a ventriloquist, so I'm not going to be there having a conversation, but I can be off camera going, hello there, what's going on? You know, that sort of just weird. So I need to play the accent out and then obviously work yeah. out what sort of presenter this will be. I'm thinking just an outspoken newsreader who right. sees something online or Netflix, just pay the writers for God's sake. You know, that type of thing. <laughs> so that's one of my creative plans. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, so Indiana Jones, Dial yeah, of Destiny. Man. Let's round yeah. off with that. What did you right, think? Right, Dude, I thought it was awesome. 
And I had read somewhere that they tried so many different, uh, like there were eight endings that test audiences hated. And um, somebody said Indiana Jones dies at the end. And so there was all this this misinformation or just trollers. I, I don't know. But yeah. um, and but nah, I mean, it was awesome. And I was really surprised at the opening um, sequence that had young Indiana, uh, you know, like back uh, during, uh, you know, like at the beginning, man, with, um, you know, the uh, with Nazis and all that. And they, it was believable, I thought. And yeah, it, it was. It, and it kept on going. I was expecting him to kind of run in and out and then, you know, we'll jump to the presence. And then we have, you know, uh, Harrison Ford as he is today. But the uh, aging was fantastic facially. Yeah. Obviously, when he's well, running, you could still see like an 80 odd year old Harrison Ford running. Right. Um, yeah. But I wouldn't expect them to, you know, CG that. But the facial yeah. was just <laughs> insane. And, and I sat there and were like, that's, yeah. that's probably the most impressive de aging I've seen in yeah. a film so far. And I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that it was Harrison playing himself in those scenes yeah. versus, um, you know, they had uh, um, Mark Hamill play Luke in um, The Mandalorian season two, I think it was the finale, um, which if that's a spoiler for anybody, you damn well should have already watched it, right? Um, but anyway, but I mean, that was not even as good as the deep fakes that we saw. And no. so... Um, it was just really off-putting. But it was an actor playing Luke, but yet Mark Hamill was yeah, also it was, on the so set. It was the, it was the Winter Soldier, Sebastian Stan. Dude, that would have been awesome. No, that's who it actually... was. That's who it was that no was playing. Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No you look, yeah, yeah. As far as I know, you look into it, that's who was playing him. Oh, man. Well, and they that... really do look very similar, even down to the uh, the, the, the dimple chin. So, mm. um I always, I mean, like, I'd be down with that. I mean, like, I know there there were mixed reviews with, um, I can't remember the actor who played Han Solo in the Han Solo film. The Aldrin, Solo, Solo Aldrin film. Elric or some Aldrin yeah. El, Elric, some some sort of name. No, Harrison Ford. Yeah. yeah. But, it, I mean, he still did a good job, but he didn't try so hard to be a mimic or a mime or whatever. He kind of gave it his edge. Um and anyway, but yeah, I, going back to uh, Dial of Destiny, I thought it was excellent. And um, I let my parents uh, tap into my account so they could see it. And they said that when it was done, they were just like, wow, we're tired. We're going to go take a nap. So they were phoning it, uh, phoning me about it. But yeah. we watched it with a friend. It was me and Michelle and Vanell. And during the part where they're in the, uh, the little three-wheeled cart mobile things or whatever, and then uh, Vanell turned to us and said, "That's going to be the ride at Disney." And, yeah, yeah, and of when you think yeah, about yeah. it, I mean, yeah. like that it would be, uh, it would behoove them to go ahead and throw that in a movie, so that then, hey, wouldn't you like to do that? But, yep. um, but yeah, I, I, the humor was there, um, and the special effects, everything. I, I was very happy, man. I, so I you, don't, you, I, I didn't think there was anything missing from Dial of Destiny that wasn't in the other indiana jones films right uh other than obviously nostalgia which is a big key right and so i was expecting a terrible film yep. uh, but, oh, it's terrible oh, look it's flopping well it's not flopping right. it's just not yeah. making as much money as it needs to because it has a 300 right. million dollar budget which you should never right. have had so it's not <laughs> it, it did make a lot of money 
Yeah. It just didn't make enough to pay back what, it, but it will now because it's done really well on, on home yeah. entertainment and stuff. But these internet yeah. trolls that for some reason are obsessed yeah. with how much money a film makes. I don't yeah. care how much money a film makes because guess what? I, if it makes a lot, I don't get any. And if it loses right. money, nobody's coming and sending me a bill. I'm not bothered. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I put all that to one side. Um, but unfortunately, a lot of the internet can't and they just like to try and tear things down. And go, Oh, new Indiana Jones yeah. film. Don't do it. Well, if you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. It's quite right. easy. Skip it. It's not a right. problem. I don't understand this. <laughs> well, I need to watch it so I can tell everybody how much I hated it. Yeah. I don't understand <laughs> that that logic. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, you know, let's. Uh, the Crystal Skull was a letdown, but mm. it was for me anyway when I saw it in the movie theater. But we had just watched the original trilogy. And yeah. for then, I mean, like, it was one per night, and then on the fourth night, we went to see uh, Crystal Skull in the movie theater, and it was disappointing. But yeah. you rewatch, you know, six to nine months later, however long it would have taken to come out on uh, DVD or Blu-ray, and I watched it again, and it was fine. You know what I, I mean? Like, I enjoyed it. So I rewatched it maybe a month before I saw Dial of Destiny, because I thought, you know what, yeah. I've not seen... Crystal Skull for quite a while. And I've never had an yeah. issue with the aliens because the first three films have got weird yeah. mystical stuff in it as well. Oh, so it's not like, oh my God, oh my God. Exactly. You've got magic stones yeah. and dust that makes people disappear and you've got right. an 800 year old knight that's just been waiting right. around for Sean Connery and Harrison Ford to show up. Um, <laughs> and it, I rewatched Crystal Skull and it's not that bad. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. The, the, the monkeys. I still hate the monkeys. And... I still hate the little prairie dogs and yeah. uh, Harrison Ford, the nuclear explosion that sent him in a refrigerator, flying and bouncing. I mean, he would have yep. been goo at the end. But other than that, man, you yep. know. And, and I, I just, I don't I just like the, to, uh, yeah. I don't like the fake out with the Shia LaBeouf about to pick the heart up. Oh yeah. And that I had to was, explain yeah. to Rob, who who has only just recently watched. Crystal Skull for the first time, yeah. he phoned me up and he said, why do people hate this film? I went, well, personally, it's the fridge. It's the <laughs> it's the flag monkeys. And it's yeah. the fact that it, they were trying to make it look like Shia LaBeouf was going to be the next Indiana Jones. He's like, yeah. I wouldn't have minded that. I'm like, yeah, but you go back to 2008, people really yeah. didn't want that. They were like, don't, yeah. don't you do it. And it was, a, it was a thing. They're like, oh yeah. my God, please don't. And that's yeah. what made people mad. So they left the cinema with a sour taste in their mouth thinking, Oh my God, we're going to get another Indiana Jones. It's going to be him. It's going to be Charlotte Buff. Yeah. We don't want him. We want Harrison. Whereas yeah. now, he obviously, Rob knew that that never happened because Dial of Destiny came out. But it was a big right. thing with the hat. It's like, yeah. don't, don't recast him. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, It'd be much better to, to retire the fedora once and for all. And, uh, yeah. and Harrison Ford says this is it. So, what'd you think of uh, uh, seeing Marion at the end? That was pretty good. I didn't know that that yeah. was going to happen. I'm like, yeah, it was. I had no idea. Either. It was good. And she, she looked. Uh, I mean, like, she looked so good. I told Michelle, I said, that's got to be CG. But I mean, no, that's actually mm. her. I mean, because she was a little more animated and it looked more like a cartoon in uh, Crystal Skull. There yeah. was just something cartoony about too much of that. I think was you know, yeah. but. Um, yeah, man, but what an awesome ending to the movie. And of course, yeah. I guess that was a spoiler that I should have I should have said. Well, but, it's not uh, yeah, it's yeah. not a massive one though. You do it's a it's a cameo, yeah. isn't it? It's not like and the end of the film right. sequence is this. You've not ruined <laughs> that. But I, I did I like the ending. Yeah. It was uh, yeah. and I like the film and I think I would, I would happily have it in my 
DVD or Blu-ray collection and yeah, watch it periodically. That is one that I'll get on Blu-ray. I've cut down on the amount of stuff I get on Blu-ray just because it's yeah. so easy to go on Voodoo and just go pink and buy. So, mm. um, yeah. So, and I've seen Barbie. Barbie's oh, good. Oh, how was that, man? I enjoyed Barbie. I think it's clever. Yeah. Uh, it's not a Barbie film. You know, oh, it's just a film about dolls. It's a right. smart movie. I think it's a good movie if parents watch it with children. I think it's yeah. probably a better movie if mothers watch it with daughters. Yeah, I think it works. You know, would work far better on that. But it's the production yeah. design is just mind blowing. It's just like that. That's got to win the Oscar for production design. It really yeah. has. It's a. It's very impressive. But I liked it. I'm trying to catch up on a lot of the 2023 films that I've yeah. not seen. I've still got quite a few to go. But I'm going to try uh, and just get as many as possible done by yeah. the end of the year. So. Have you seen the? Um, and I'm changing AirPods just because I don't want to run. But um, did you see the uh, into the Spider Verse? Uh, oh. No, no, because I haven't seen yeah. the previous one. Dude. Uh, so I'm not saying it. I'm, yeah. I'm like this I with animation. Yeah. With animation, I've really got to be in the mood for it. I like it oh, if I'm in the right yeah. mood, but I'm not like, oh, a big gotcha. box set full of animated things. I'll watch that. It's just <laughs> I've got to be in the Dude. mood. But I've heard really good things. Yeah. About both I. I did go see, yeah, now all the dogs want to come back out. But anyway, I did see the uh, the second one in the movie theater. And I got to the end and watched all the way through the credits and everything. And it felt a lot to me, like when I got up and my buddy that I went with, he asked me what I thought of it. And I said, dude, I'm still processing. So it's kind of like when I saw The Matrix uh, yeah. back in, what was it, 90, 92? And... Um, I bumped into some friends on the way out of the theater and they're like going, dude, is it good? I, it's mind blowing, but I can't talk about it. I've got to process yeah. it. So definitely worth a watch, but it definitely start with the first one um, yeah. because it's, um, it's a great story. The second one near the end, man, the chase sequence, you just, you don't understand how anything else could be fit in there, but they did. So, but it was just phenomenal. The music worked well, everything. Although, that's another soundtrack that uh, doesn't necessarily stand well alone um, because I was so blown away with what the, uh, the guy had done that I was like, man, I'm going to go get the soundtrack. So got the soundtrack. And again, man, it's very cacophonous and I, it, without the visuals, you really, it's, you know, I mean, I've seen the Spider-Man movie four times now and I, I, but the vision still doesn't come to mind when I'm, you know, listening to the music. So yeah, which is a shame. Yeah. So yeah. well, we well, well we have created this podcast today, this video podcast. Yeah. So have you got anything else on your creative list for today? Mine involves sitting down watching some TV tonight. That's pretty much the length of my creativity. So I'm hoping you've yeah. got something a bit more productive planned. Uh, I've got some that. video editing to do. And then um, for the same client that I was working for late last night, um, she is putting out both a CD, which um, – then she's also wanting to put out a vinyl. So I will pretty much take what I did for the CD and put it onto the, the vinyl. So I mean, that's, that's an easy thing. And then I'll be done for the day. And I guess Michelle and I'll probably watch Ahsoka and uh, just kind of relax. Nice. But I did have one thought yesterday that I was going to share with you. Mm -hmm. um, not that we're old by any means, although uh, Murtaugh was, uh, I think, Going, he was going to be 50 for the first lethal yes. weapon, right? Yeah, yeah, and he kept saying, I'm too old for this shit. 
And yeah. so I'm trying to change that into a positive saying where if anything becomes an obstacle, I just say I'm too young for this shit. So I don't know if that'll help you or help anybody, but, um, but anyway, but I, I got to thinking about it yesterday and, um, yeah, because we are young, man. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. you know, we could live to 70 or we could live to 120 and, uh, we might as well use the, uh, the life we're given each day, man, for the, okay, the yeah, best yeah. and progress. Uh, you know, I don't, I was talking to a friend this morning. I don't have a bucket list list per se. But I do have a lot I want to accomplish, man. You know, a 12 book uh, series, um, uh, movies and scripts and all sorts of stuff that I want to write. So, um, but I mean, that's a list of a different sort. It's not like before I die, I want to, you know, look yeah. out over the Grand Canyon. So, it's a yeah. list of things to do. Well, I, I will end on a final for, thought for you, if I can speak awesome. properly. Um, all right. My puppet may have a speech <laughs> impediment. Brilliant. That works. Um, is. You've got to do something this week, John, that your future self will be very proud of you for. Okay. There you go. So that's that one. Yeah. And okay. I will probably, so there you go. So yeah, right. have that one. All right. Well, I will leave you to it, but I think your dogs want to come out. <laughs> so really, I don't think you can see him in the corner at all, but I mean, like, I can see, I can see him a little now and again. I can see a shadow yeah. where it's clearly dogs going. Yeah. Do you know oh, that song, Who Let the Dogs yep. Out? It needs to yep. be Jump Fouts, Let the Dogs Out. That's yep. what it is. And you can be. you can see they've wave. even they've even got their bowl out. They're just like, we not only want Have. you, we want some kibble. So, They're like, yeah. Oliver, please, John, I want some That's more. Right. Yeah, they are doing <laughs> right, that. Man. But as always, yeah. thanks for taking time out of your Dude, always your day my pleasure, man. Chat. I yeah. like the fact that we're doing, on average, probably one of these a month. It's great. Oh, yeah, man. Um, yeah. So, it's also good for my YouTube channel and the video yeah. podcast in which I'm getting more used to doing. Yeah. So, so your your YouTube channel, that's from page to screen or okay. Yep. Everything yep. I try and keep everything. Do the you same. have a link tree? I know this is we're trying you're trying to wrap no, up, but I, I don't, but I should free. Yeah, I should man. One. I will write my Twitter. There. Yeah, if my my ex, which sounds yeah. so weird, man. Uh, but anyway, when you go to my Twitter, um, there's a link tree link and then you click on it and it has everything that someone could ever want to find about uh, YouTube channels, podcasts, all that stuff. So, um, so yeah, that. you should definitely do the same, especially now that you're threading and blue skying and, you know, yeah. you've just made my list longer. <laughs> <laughs> And let me tell you, I do when I'm scrolling my list and it gets longer, I do think about you. So yeah. yeah. Good. But yeah, no, I'll definitely I've written down link tree on my piece. So this is how this is how I do everything. Notepad and an actual you, pen. It's a seventies laptop, as I like to call right. it. Oh, it's um, awesome, man. But I'll well, do you're that. not worried about it running out of battery or, you know, corruption. No. Yeah. Not at all. But no, you enjoy the rest of your day. Dude, I hope and, you do uh, too, man. I will. I, this has made it better. So thanks as always. <laughs> well, good. Man, always. I enjoy catching up with you. And um, so until next month, right? Definitely. And I look forward to seeing your co-host used uh, in, uh, yes, in I, action next time. I, I do hope to get that done. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Take, right, care, Take care, Jim. Take care. Bye. Bye.